That's life. That's life. That's what all the people say. You're riding high in April, shot down in May. But I know I'm gonna change that tune. When I'm back on top, back on top in June. Pilot to Bombardier. I repeat, Pilot to Bombardier. Greetings from Podcastville. Today is 7-12-23. And uh, we are coming to you with another episode of the Papa's Corner Podcast. Today I had the opportunity to talk with my aunt, Linda Chung. She gives a little bit of insight on her story. Um coming from Cambodia with her family, escaping the regime change when the Khmer Rouge came into power, uh, the Communist Party of Cambodia. So she gives a little insight into what she went through and what life became uh, once she got to America. So I hope you all enjoy. So what are some of the memories that you've had there? Everything, a lot of memories. But do you remember a lot of living in Cambodia? Um, yes. Yeah. And what a type lot. of what type of place did you grow up in? In the communists. Nothing, no food, no no But like you grew up in a what type of environment? Yeah. There's like, no school, nothing. Okay. But what was like they a, were they a, the structure of your home was it even no the structure of the home from b- bamboo and um grass leaves grass you know that they, they uh-huh. put it together they kind of like you know netted not yeah. netted but with the you know with the the vines yeah the wine the vine yeah and we had well we made it above the ground right okay but then we used the bamboo to make above the ground to yeah. make the second, you know. And we slept though. There's only no bedroom, just one hole. And how many part. kids was it? Um, well, eight kids. But your brother died. Yeah, brother died at 18 years old. Do you remember him? Yes, he's a good man. Well, a good kid. Yeah. Yeah. So this was back in what the early seventies? I think the mid, um, the mid, mid seventies, yeah, to late seventies. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, y'all, y'all came in, in here in seventy eight. What was it? Yeah, we left Cambodia in seventy eight. Yeah, seventy eight. Mm-hmm. And we were at the camp for like um, Thailand camp for like a year, and then we came here in November. All the yeah, November 1980. We stay at the San Francisco for like a week, I think. They uh-huh. And then they flew us uh, to, Long, to Beach. Long Beach. And we stay at Uncle Long for like um, a month. And then they found us apartment in North Walk. Uh-huh. And we stay there for like uh, two or three months, I think. And then we came to La Habra right here by the railroad station, the railroad track. So tell me so more ab- about, well, let's go back. Okay. Tell me more about Cambodia. 
Like, what was that like growing up there? What What did you eat? Did you have to walk to go get water? Oh yeah. How did you shower? Those things. Shower? There's no shower. No shower. There's you. You know, you just go to the pond and try to rinse off. Yeah, rinse off, or just go in there and get out. And when it's raining, you just try to catch whatever the container you have for the water. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people, they have, well, they don't even, in the commonest, we don't have any kind of plastic either. So whatever left over before the commonest. So you, they have like a container weight made by, um, I mean, pottery. Mm-hmm. They make it a little bit bigger, so you catch the water and put it in there to drink the water from there. Uh-huh. But sometimes we drink from the pond, no problem, because we bur- you know, we born into that environment. And yeah, so, so you, you have the enzymes. Yeah, that your yeah, used to yeah. It. Yep. And and what about food? What did you eat? Did you guys food, have to? We don't have no sugar. There's no snack. There's not. No, there's just, just water. Yeah, water and a little rice. No meat? And soy, maybe, well, a little soy sauce and a little salt. Uh-huh. Well, in the commonest. Yeah. Yeah. So this, w- do you remember life before the Khmer Rouge came into power? Oh, yeah. And how yeah. was that? That was freedom, just like here. Everybody, yeah. Everybody having fun when it's New Year, everybody celebrate like a whole week. But what did you eat during that time? Like normal food? No, normal food. And you went yeah. to the store? There were stores and everything? Yeah, store and, and even Ma have a liquor store. Like a grocery store, but selling liquor. Okay. And they make a lot, I mean, she make a lot of mu- money. And Gong, he had um, rice, you know, like um, the grain, peeling Ma, rice. By the way, Ma is grandma, so that's my grandma. And Gong is grandpa, that's my grandpa. Mm-hmm. And when the communists came, they destroyed everything. Really? And they you remember it? Yeah. Was it we scary? We walked. Yeah, scary. What, what was that like? Like, you, when, like they, when they first there's came... There's nothing around. They push you away from your house. Okay. So they burn everything down. Really? And then they push you into the jungle. You walk days and days try to you know like find water like uh-huh. a pond so you can build you know your own little huts and stay in in it and there was a lot of you oh yeah there's a lot of people into the forest yep wow and and when did your brother die how, how did he die how he did died at 18 and probably just stomach ache stomach bug yeah some stomach bug and when they took him and buried him. I don't think he's dead yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You think that they time, buried him yeah, alive? Yeah, they probably bury him alive. And like, like grand, my mom, every time she went, you know, to the the place where he's buried, she always hear his noise calling, "Mom, mom." Sad, really sad. Communist sucks. They kill a lot of people. A lot. If they don't like you, they would take the whole family, tie them apart like two or three, you know, 
feet apart and they, they took the whole family and they killed all of them behind the bushes. The next day, everybody's like, oh my God, we saw that family yesterday. And today they're all dead, you know, behind the bushes. It's scary. It is scary. So when you got pushed away from your home, what did you just, what did you take? Did you pack anything or you no, just... No, just grab whatever, like um, a few clothes and then just walk. So did your brother die before you got pushed out of your home or after? No, he died after. So yeah, you were died. already living yeah. in the jungle? Yep. Wow. And then that time my mom know, you know, this guy, he's like, he one of them. Um, the people that in charge of the little town. So then, sh then they took me as a family. Mm -hmm. And you and you remember how long you were gone for? I was gone for like, um, probably close to a years, I think. And the rest of the family. And I got abused by him, and lucky he had a daughter, so. His daughter, I think she's like 16 or 17. She, and that time I was only like 10, well, you know, around nine or 10. And then she's like, okay, you going with me. So she took me to another different town. So when the Vietnamese came to the little town before, you know, a few days before, so, Grandpa, my dad, and my uncle went to that town to try to, you know, bring me back. And they got yeah. you back? Yeah, they brought me back and we walked. They asked the permission for, for the person to, you know, ask permission. They said, no, you can't go. But my mom, my dad keeps saying, no, my wife have, you know, she's pregnant. She need help. She need, you know, her help to help, you know, the my mom so then oh my god i remember i walk one step look back i walk one step look back i go they could kill us for leaving and we walked the whole night in the rain in the forest we don't know where we go we just keep walking and this was you and the girl no me my my dad and my uncle. Oh, they came to get yeah, you. Yeah, they came to get me from that town. So they let you to, go. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Wow. I know. And you ended up finding your family in the forest. Is that how it worked? No. Well, that time they remember they we make a little house. Uh -huh. So my dad went and you know got came and got me you know to the house. Yep. And you lived in the forest for how long until you were able to, like, how did that work? No, that that time we walked from, I think, like f six o'clock to two o'clock in the morning, just keep walking in the forest. Uh huh. Get to the town where my mom, my dad live. Uh huh. Yeah. So we found them, and then I think two months later we had, you know, my younger sister. Glee. She was born? Yeah, she's born in the communist. In the in the forest. Yeah. Well, in the little house. Oh, okay. That yeah. That we make from the bamboo and the straw. Okay. And then at what point did you 
devise a plan or come up with the plan to leave? Like, what? at what point did... What point? Well, we, we didn't have the point. The Vietnamese army went in. Okay. Went to the town. So you... And then... Yeah, and then we just left that little town to the s trying to go to the city that they provide some water. So they helped yeah. you. Yeah, they do. Uh, so that time they do help. So you went from Cambodia to Vietnam or no to Thailand? No, it's still in Cambodia. Okay. But they, they that time they were fighting the getting all the the come Khmer Rouge. Yeah, out of the you know the town. Uh huh. So we came to the city. And, and what country the city is the city in? The still in city, Cambodia? Yeah, it's still in Cambodia. Um, I think we came to Battambang. Is what it's called? Yeah. Mong is the little town that, that we were forced to stay. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then you went to the big city. Yeah, to the big city. Did you ever go to a different country before you came to America, or you went straight from Cambodia to America? To, no, to Thailand. So how did you get so to Thailand? So we came to Thailand. The whole family came to Thailand. Walked. So you walked across the border. Okay. Was that and long? Then, oh, that was a long way. Yeah, like days. And and we were um, we came to Thailand at the camp. There's a lot of people, like probably thousands of people. Go. What What do you want? What story do you want to tell her to tell? Oh, story of that. Oh, people get killed. Yeah. Okay, tell me about so, that. So when we came to Thailand, walked from Cambodia to Thailand, there was a lot of shooting. And we all cried. We were so young, you know, like 10 and a half. And the whole family cried because the Cambodia and the Thai army, they were shooting each other. Mm -hmm. And you could see the bullet, you know, so on top of our head. And all we did was cry and try to get into the car to, for them to bring us to the camp. And so the Thai army was trying to protect you guys? Um, what do you think? Just, you can talk loud, that's fine. My mom's here as well, but what, what do you? Well, remember they dump us? Yeah, remember? They dump us below the mountain, and then we have to climb no, the mountain? No, that's before the mountain. You don't remember before the mountain? When yeah, we walk, we yeah. crossed the first time? Uh -huh. There's a lot of shooting between Thai and, and Cambodian army. Uh -huh. A lot of people got killed. Yeah. We walk over uh, dead bodies, blood everywhere. No, we stay at the camp for like three or four months. Yeah. Uh-huh. In Thailand camp. And then they don't. The, that time they were asking, you know, all over the war, like, USA to help with the money so they can feed us there or uh -huh. try to you know like send aid yeah send aid and send food and maybe like send money to make some you know little place yeah. for us to stay but uh -huh. they didn't get money so, so they took us they put us in the bus and through the city of um, Thailand's city and all the people know that we're going to die, right? Because it's uh, probably on the news of uh, Thailand people on the news. So they would hand us food through the, the window. Mm -hmm. Water, food, water, food. If you could catch it, you know, from... Because they know that they're sending us to where all the places that it's mine buried. 
So we we got food, whatever food, whatever we can, and water, right? Mm -hmm. So the Thai army dropped us off where all the mountain. There's nobody lived there except mine, right? Except what? The mine, Berry Mine. It's the oh, border. The, the mine. Yeah. It's But yeah. Oh. It's the border of Cambodia and Thai. And they put landmines there. Yes, landmine is all over the place, and they right? They're sending you there. Yes, and they keep shooting. If you don't go to your your um, land, uh -huh. they will kill you. Uh huh. So a lot of people, there's thousands of people at that time, and I had no water for three nights, three days and three nights. I drink my pee. That time, if my mom, my grandpa, my grandpa on my mom's side didn't pull my hand down, coming down the mountain, because everybody have to go try to find water, right? So, have you have to do the whole everybody trying to find water? Mm -hmm. So you have to come down the mountain because when the time they drop us off, it's only mountain and you know the mountain, yeah. So some family they step on the mine, the whole family die. You saw it? Well, I didn't see it, but we hear it, you know, because when the mine blew up, mm -hmm. we heard it. Mm -hmm. We, you know, we saw the fire come up like that. And that time, my dad trying to get down there to get some water. So he brought us a little water. But I remember three days I didn't have water, so I have to drink my pee. And yeah, if Ma and Gong didn't pull me down, you know, pull my hand, drag me down, I would not survive. I probably died there. That was like the third time that you could have died. Yeah, it's sad, really sad, and. I remember one night it was raining hard, and we don't have anything, right? We just had like a little plastic on top of our head, and it's cold. And oh, I remember. It's a sad story, very sad. So, did you were you aware of America, like during during while this was happening? Were you aware that of America? How it was a place, and that you wanted to get there, or they were taking no. like refugees. Well, that time though, no. because we're we're kind of young, we didn't have any TV. Yeah. Yeah, we don't have any TV. We don't have magazine or nothing to. So how did yeah. how did the family end up getting to America? Um, one of my uncle, he's a pilot in the army of Cambodia. Mm -hmm. He flew here with his wife in 19, I think, 76. Okay. Uncle Long. And he sponsored us. So he took you in? Yeah. So you lived with he him? Spon he sponsored us. We lived with him in Long Beach for like a month. Okay. Yeah. So was it part of a government program? Like to sponsor you, did yeah. he have to pay or did he sign no, you up? No, he just, yeah, he just signed us up that time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so what was the first, like, what was one of the first memories you had getting to America? Or, or, or let me the start off, let me start off, okay. let, me, let me go back. What about when you were leaving Cambodia? How did that feel? Were you scared? Did you know that you were coming to America? Like, 
What did you think was happening? We just know that we're coming to a freedom country. So like you knew yeah. that you were going to go. Yeah, when and be we were safe. on the plane. And when they um, drop us off at Chicago or San Francisco. San Francisco. Either San Francisco. Chicago or San, San Francisco, Francisco, yeah. Uh -huh. For like a few days. And when we, they had background, they had for us to play with. Oh, playgrounds? Yeah, playground and. Yeah, playground and they, we stay at the hotel, really nice hotel, and we go, oh my God, this is heaven. Wow. You had running water for the first time? and Yeah, yeah. What, what were your thoughts? Was it amazing? Like, Yeah. We don't even know how to pee. We don't even yeah. know how to squat. Uh, we don't even know how to toilet. use the toilet. Wow. We stand on, I mean, like, that's how a lot of Cambodian people now over there, like people live in the farmer. Uh-huh. A ranch they oh. don't know how to use the toilet they would you know stand up yeah they would stand up and so you went from San Francisco to Long Beach to Long yeah. Beach and that's where you settled yeah right settled for a month right a couple of months with with Uncle Long and, and then we stay in Norwalk for like a few months remember in Norwalk and what did what did you how old were you then you were about 10 11 11 yeah did 11, you go to school 12. um or not yet not yet we that's why we stay only in long beach like for three or four weeks a month and then we stay in long walk for like um a few a few weeks or a few months uh -huh. and then uncle long found us um apartment. the apartment over here that's when we beach. start school yeah okay yeah. And so you were about what, 11 or 12 when you got to Long Beach? Yeah. I started school when I was in sixth grade. And how was that? All American school? Did you speak any English? No. So how uh -uh. did you go about trying just, to communicate? I just don't talk to anybody. Mm. But we had a lady that she teaches us how to speak English. There's an ESL mm -hmm. American lady. She try hard, you know to teach our family English. And then every night we would walk to high school right here. Walk, what, a mile and a half. So at daytime, we're going to school, at regular school, and then at night, like around five o'clock, we would walk to the high school to learn more English at night. What is your Cambodian name? Hong. Kui Hong, and my last name is Chang. Kui, Kui Hong Chang. Uh -huh. Now, when you came to America, who gave I, you? Oh, who gave me Linda? No, uh -huh. I just thinking. I saw one of the Mexican girls. She's kind of a little chubby like me, and I go, oh, I'll just put my name Linda like her. I like that name. Wow. But I didn't know it's pretty uh -huh. until later, you know. Uh -huh. so, so you chose your own name. Yeah, I chose my own name. Interesting. Yeah. Were you proud to have an American name? Yeah, I was proud. I even changed my yeah that name to my when I become a citizen. And how old were you when you became a citizen? I became a citizen in ninety one, so that was twenty two years ago. What was that feeling like? Do you Great. remember? Great. Oh yeah, I passed it, and then I went to um, sworn. You know. Uh huh. They give me an appointment like a few months later, we sworn over there with 500 people, so it was amazing.
You finally felt like you were free, I'm guessing. Yeah, free. Everything, yeah. America is one of the best country. We live in the best yeah. country, for sure. Especially coming from a, a, a country that was corrupted oh, by yeah. communism. Everyone should know that we live in the best country. Yeah. Yep. So, so when you were growing up, you were working from the time you were how old? Oh my God. When I came here, I started when I was in seventh grade. So like four, 14. And what were you I doing? I would hang out with my older sister too. Okay. You know, to a donut shop and sweep. Well, yeah, donut and sandwich shop. Well, and work for Shadi. We would take the bus to work for Shadi. We make $3 a day. Yeah. Morning tonight. What did you do? Better be it for yeah. free. Yeah. Yeah, I worked for him. I, I mopped the floor, make sure the table's clean. In a and restaurant? And Saturday and Sunday, yeah. I yes, would go Saturday and Sunday. Uh-huh. And he gave me $8, but I eat for free. That's not bad, $8? I mean, yeah, for back time, in the day? That time, I think the minimum wage is only like $3 an hour. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a three twenty-five. And what was it like? You grew up in a one-bedroom apartment. Y'all grew up in a one-bedroom yeah. apartment. Yeah. No, is it one bedroom one or two bedroom? bedroom? Apartment. No, two bedroom. No, mommy didn't have. We were in the, the living room. All of us. We sleep in the living room with just mattress. Yeah. Floor. And then when they found out, they kick us out. No way. Yes. So then, where did you have to go? And then, um, and then the older sister found a place in Orange here. It had two bedroom. And one, two bedroom and one one bath, one shower, one toilet, all separately. They used to that house. They used to um, have all the the people that picking oranges. Mm. That's why it's called Orange Street. Yeah. What do you remember? Tell me. Yeah. How do you remember it? Yeah. Go ahead. You're already here. You're already saying to go. Well, we gotta do this all over again. No, we don't have to. No, do it. we. Ca- you can't. Yes, I can. It's my podcast. Tell me. Yeah, but we gotta do it. It's yeah, okay. but you gotta erase it, right? But no, I'm not gonna erase it. But oh, no, just tell to. me this part because, and then you okay, and I can so do a podcast. Earlier, you were saying that we went to Thailand, and um, everyone knows, knew that they're gonna drop us off to die. To die? No, yes. that's not true. They told all of us that we're going to the U.S. and everybody jumped in the truck and they took them. And the people went there first, the mine goes off and killed every one of them. And then lucky we didn't go, we didn't go first with the trucks, with a whole bunch of trucks. I asked mommy already. Ah, okay, we'll do, okay. Yeah. No. We'll we'll do our podcast, we can do a podcast later, you and I, you tell me your story. But anyways, okay, so. So after you got to America, mm-hmm. uh, you moved to that apartment. What was that like growing up in America? W- did you ever experience like... Um, when we live in the apartment? Did you ever feel like as, a, as an, a foreign person to a new place? Did you ever feel... Like you're... Um, yeah, I always like, do. Like racism or how was that? No, like that time no. No racism. That time we just had fun. I mean like after welcoming? school we would put roller skates on, swimming in, you know, community pool. Uh-huh. So we had a lot of fun. And as kids, you probably yeah. felt like you were in heaven because you yeah. didn't have to worry about dying. Uh-huh, yeah, yeah. Wow. So what did you do? Tell me about the times that you would go and, uh, like, how would, how would you make money on the side? 
Oh, like on the like, weekend. Like give people insight to what it was like to grow up with absolutely nothing and the things and that become you did. successful. Oh, or yeah, like you know, yeah, build okay. a life here. Yeah, well, that time when I was in seventh grade, I would work on the weekend. Uh huh. So the guy paid me eight dollars, you know, for two days, but I eat for free. Mm-hmm. So that was. To me, that was a lot of money. I could buy ice cream double scoop for twenty-five cents that uh-huh. time. So that's a lot. But before I work, before we work, we were all you know. When my sister found a job there, uh-huh. but before that, we used. I used to put your mom in a big trash can to pick up can, so we could go and sell them. And make like a dollar fifty, so we would go get double scoop of ice cream for twenty five cents, mm-hmm. and the guy feel bad for us, like give us like, like extra, you know, like yeah. big ice cream, thrifty ice cream, and we would have like we stop and play. They have games for twenty five cents, and your mom used to play. Um, is it Pac Man that time or that shooting? Pac-Man. Yeah. And she's still playing it now. <laughs> I still have the video game. Yeah. So you're very proud to be here. You got to be, right? Yeah, really we proud. We live in the best country. It's America. So you did you ever finish high school? Yes. I finished high school. I took one semester accounting. And then I just quit. I'm not good at school. So I said to myself, I said, well, I like food. Uh-huh. So why not just work for food place? Uh-huh. So I work all. Remember, I had like two or three jobs. So three wh- jobs. What were your other after jobs? After I graduate from high school, I went to the donut shop, and I went to Angela. No, and then to the yogurt shop at noontime in the morning. Donut shop, noontime at um, yogurt shop, and then at. Six o'clock at Angelo till uh-huh. one o'clock in the morning. So I had three jobs. And what type of people, like, what type of, in this was in La Habra where you settled down? Yeah, I always liked La Habra. What kind of people did you grow up with? A lot of Cambodians, or were you no. the only Cambodians? No, um, I think when we live in an apartment, there's only like three family, Cambodian family. Uh-huh. And then they had donut shop, they all move out, and then we moved to Orange, you know, not too far from the place, like what, a mile and a half. Uh-huh. And, and we settled, you know, um, my older sister bought a yogurt shop, the f- and then she saw another place, empty place, so she opened a donut shop. And my brother owned Angelo in Anaheim, so I and and then and then I yeah I went worked three places uh huh did you ever feel like um you could never work in corporate America like you did you ever did you ever think about trying to get a job from somebody else you know like an American business or were you always just like I have I no I I don't just like friend like my mom's friend had a donut shop so they would ask me to help them out so I yeah. would just go and you know work for them and then they pay me whatever they want to pay me yeah what but I never get like um a big American c- 
company job. Yeah. Would you ever go back? Have you been to back to Cambodia? Once. How was that? Yeah, I, I went there four years ago. Where you grew up? Yes. How was it now? Um, still not good? Still a lot of poor people, yeah. But the day that the plane landed, I don't know. I just walk and carry my luggage and I start crying. So weird. Because all your emotions yeah, are coming yeah. back. And my brother took me to where the, you know, where the communists that took place. And the first thing I stepped on, I mean, like they, the guy drove by the, the dirt of the land and I would start pouring like that, crying, crying, crying. Because I remember all the bad stuff. Yeah. Do you ever still think about it or not much anymore? Well, when I felt, you know, for, um, the last like 10 years when we came here, I keep have a lot of bad dreams, you know, from Cambodia. Bad dream, but now I don't. Yeah. Plus, I've gotten older now. Yeah. And, you know, I had one daughter, so. It's kind of been beautiful, yeah, beautiful daughter and smart too. That's amazing. So, so yeah. Where's she going to school again? Um, the medical school right here by Angel Stadium. I don't know what oh, it's called. Okay. Yeah. Is it a like a um, one of the quicker schools where it goes faster than like a four year, like no, accelerated? No, I think she said it's four years. Okay, trade school. Um, medical school. Uh huh. Do you know what the the specific? No. Hmm. She's getting her Master's doctorate. Right. Doctorate. Yeah, doctorate. That's wow. So that's got to make you super proud. Yeah, really proud. She'll so be a doctor. Yes. All right. So let's talk. What are the conspiracy theories that you got brewing? What are some things that you've been hearing? Well, I believe in alien. I mean, I do too. Yeah. I do too. But the thing is that. I told you, I live in La Habra. We have the mountain here. Well, long time ago, there's not too much crowd, crowded, like in the 90s. Uh -huh. And I would drove up there, and I see this like place like just bloom up like that. And, and the tree was shaking, but only in one place. So me and my, my friend, we go, oh my God. What happened? Uh -huh. What just we just saw? But um, that's one thing. And then before, uh, what his name? Neon Musk. Elon Remember Musk. He, he shoot the space. Starlink. The, the satellites. Yeah. On Monday, I saw like a gray spaceship, like the you know, in the corner of my eyes you know like um, one o'clock like driving to you uh -huh. know south and then on friday that's when the, he's shooting that thing right up there so i don't know if it's a spaceship or is it a balloon that they put up there for them to aim oh, directly i'm not sure you know uh -huh. Uh -huh. so i saw that but i had the lady that remember teach us um ESL yeah. in the 80s. Uh -huh. I think in the 90s, we took her out to eat. And I, I asked her if she believed in aliens. She said, oh yeah, honey, I saw it. And she said, 
1956, she used to live right here at the hill right here in a mobile home. You know, La Habra used to be like really quiet and now it's all the land is taken. Uh -huh. But um, she used to live in a mobile home and she was washing her dishes and she said, she looked up, there's a cigar spaceship. Cigar? Yeah. Shape? And she could see the people in there, she said. Three little, you know, like people in there. Mm -hmm. And she called her husband, Jack, Jack, come. And they both stand and look up. And she said, one minute, they just go, you know, like shoot like that, and oh. then flew up. Interesting. Cigar spaceship. And, and, and the year that what she's told me about, when I'm watching the alien um, conspiracy, uh -huh. they were talking about, about that year in La Habra. Oh, really? Yeah. So this is something so that is recorded. Yeah, it was recorded. Interesting. Yep. Interesting. But I believe in alien, alien a lot. Wow, anything happened. Yeah. Yep. I mean, the fact that we're here and the fact that we're alive, we're really the aliens. That's true, yeah. You know? We're, we're searching for aliens, but look at us, you know? Yep. We fly in airplanes and and drive cars. Yep. If we were to go to mm -hmm. a one of those uncontacted tribes, because you know like there's still tribes oh, yeah. that are uncontacted? Yeah. yeah, in Mexico, right? Or just in like South America or Yeah, anywhere. in South America, if you fly a plane, they will, they will shoot the arrow and kill you. They'll try. Yeah. Because they don't, they don't realize that there's civilization. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. What else? You, what other conspiracies you got? Let's chat. What else you got? I don't have a lot, but I believe in. You believe in uh, reincarnation? Yes, a hundred percent. Well, like everybody has soul. Uh -huh. I I believe that when your body's tired, like your soul's tired, uh -huh. your body's you know have to go too, and then you left your. Your energy just left, you know, your soul just flew out of your body and went somewhere else. And where does it go? To another person's body? Uh, like a newborn? Yes. Well, you have to go through it again mm -hmm. to either come back or go into another universe. Mm -hmm. You watch any of those, those shows on space and like aliens, any alien movies? Yeah, I, I watch... Have you watched one called um, Encounters of the Third Kind, I think it's called? Yeah, I watched that a long time ago, but now I've, I've probably forgot. Anything recent? No, because my TV broke. <laughs> so we need to get you a new TV. <laughs> to me, I didn't want it. I don't know. So what have you been doing in the meantime? Just watch it from my Facebook, like TikTok. And you, then have I should, yeah. you have TikTok? Well, on the Facebook, somebody put it like a fast oh, yeah, TikTok. Yeah. yeah. So I've been watching that. So, But it's not good either. I think I shouldn't do it either. Should clean my house. I'm not a mess in there. Oh, well, you I, got time. I know. It's just about doing it. I know. But when you get old, your back hurt. You try a little bit, your back hurt. You're like, fuck it. And then just, you know. <laughs> Yeah. How old are you now? 56. So what are your plans? Oh. 
clean the house. Yeah, try to like you know clean up. Build a garden. I'm not a garden person. I don't know. Maybe try to work out more. Jump rope. Yeah, jump rope. Why did you get into jump roping? How did you get into jump roping? Oh, I just like jump rope. You used to be fast, right? Yeah. Did you play sports in high school or anything or no? I play badminton. Oh, that's right. Have you played yeah. pickleball? Um, I s- yeah, pickleball is just like um a racquetball. Yeah. Similar. But they just you know they just make that up. That's that sport's been there. Actually, actually, racquetball is better than pickleball. Uh huh. It's faster. Yeah, it's much faster. Yeah. But I've been yeah. playing back in Texas. Oh, pickleball? Uh huh. There's a few of us guys, and then we go like people from the gym have gone. We went to a place we all played. Oh. It's really fun. I like watching more tennis than pickleball. So I, was, I saw it the other day. It was okay. What? The pickleball. Oh, but you watch tennis? Yeah, I watch tennis. I oh. like tennis. I used to play tennis. Not for, not really good at it, but I play. When the high school here, they have, people can use the court, uh-huh. the tennis court, but now they don't, they don't let you use it. So. Interesting. Well, thank you. You're welcome. That'll be our little when interview. <laughs> yeah. But next time when you come up or when you uh, start seeing videos of more conspiracy theories, we'll get into those. Okay, yeah. You can tell me about the mind, okay, the yeah. body, what you think about robotics. Oh my God, I think they will, they will kill people. Robots? Yeah, robot will kill us in another 20 years. I think they're gonna get stronger and stronger. Uh-huh. I think our human is, not good too. Why trying to build a robot? For what? You should just build a car. Why a robot? You know uh-huh. what I mean? Uh-huh. Yeah. It's crazy. Later on, they might destroy the planet. And then we're all dead. And maybe, well, 10% will survive. And then everything start all over, you uh-huh. know, the ground again. Yep. I think, those, I think that's what happens. I think the earth goes through phases. Yes. Where there's Like humans. everything else, yeah. Yeah. Like us, you know, we go through, you come out from your mom, whatever, you come out, you come out into this planet. Yeah. But I mean, I think the earth goes through phases in where humans get to a certain level, then most of the humans or population gets destroyed and then they start back over. Yeah. And then they go to a level and then everybody gets destroyed and wiped out and then they go to a level yep. and the same thing over Nothing and over lasts. and over. Nothing lasts forever. Mm-hmm. Except Mother Earth is gonna last and everybody's yeah. gonna die. But then something else is gonna come into its place. Yeah. But yeah, our human is smart, was small enough, you know, bef- before they kill all the um, dinosaur. Yeah. All the giant people, think about it. If so many giant people live here, that's. So you think, there was, you think there was giant people before yeah. humans? Mm-hmm. You know, I think that sometimes too. I think, yeah. M- you know, way taller than us. But we haven't, I don't know, have we discovered much bones from giant people? Because I know we've discovered like dinosaur bones, right? So we know that dinosaurs existed. I thought they, they found a giant bone. Is it in last? I thought I heard the other day somebody said they found a giant bone somewhere. Hmm. 
over eight feet. Oh shit. Yeah. I mean, there's some tall humans nowadays, but if that was what was common, mm -hmm. I think it's definitely possible. All right. Thank you, E. You're welcome. This is E. Linda, Hi. everybody. Linda Chung. Uh, Crazy. Thank Crazy you for thank you for yeah. thank you for sharing your story. <laughs> it's important. It's important for me to hear these perspectives to realize um, where my parents and my my family has come from, so that it puts into perspective the the problems that I think I have, and it helps me realize that the problems that I think I have are very minuscule compared to what I could have been put through or what y'all have been put through. Uh huh. It allows me to take a step back and say. You know, there's there's bigger things you need to worry about, and don't really sweat the small. Oh stuff. yeah, don't sweat the small stuff. Yeah, I'm I'm sure you've learned that over time too. Yeah. All right. Thank you very much. Love you. Right. I love you too.